everybody, you listen to Show 1002, the Rubin Echo Talk Radio, and this is the Universal Truth. I'm your host, Christopher Leger, and today's truth or rant or vignette I want to talk about, <sighs> bear with me for a second, this is kind of a little bit personal to me, but I want to talk about dirty hands on the fruit. And what I mean by dirty hands on the fruit is simply this, follow me real quickly, people. When you go to a grocery store, are some of you all just like me apprehensive about grabbing the fruit? especially when it comes to the grapes. Now, the other day, I was fiending for some grapes really, really bad, and there's only one place I go to get grapes. That's because they keep the grapes in a plastic container. But a bunch of other places, they keep the grapes in the bag. It's just something about me. It just perturbs me. Don't ask me to spell it, but it really irks me when people put their dirty hands inside the grapes and sample the grapes. For some reason, I always think about, man, I don't know where your hands been. I don't know what you... You could have just came, come out the bathroom. And then this is no slight to people who work hard with now, but I saw a guy with a yellow vest on. And I know those kinds of people, I shouldn't say that because I am and used to be one of those kinds of people, still am. But guys who work out in the field with their hands, you know, he touched the grapes and it just, it just irked me. So he picked one. He looked at me feeling really, really guilty. Then he picked another one. Feel, he felt really, really guilty, but the grapes must have been good because he grabbed the third one. So I just reached over and got the ones out the container. But that is one of the reasons why we go, we take fruit home and we wash fruit. But what I'm saying is this. If you go to the grocery store, do not put your dirty hands all over the fruit. Grab the one that you want and just be done with it because the secret to it is this. I'm going to let you all in on a little secret. I used to work in a grocery store. All the bad fruit is on the bottom. The bad apples, the bad peaches, the bad um whatever, oranges and everything, all the dirty stuff is really on the bottom. All the clean stuff is on the top. But when it comes to the grapes, I don't know. It's just some people put their hands, put their dirty hands all over the fruit. And here's the ironic part about it. Here's the hypocritical part about it. I do it sometimes too. So I need to really, really fiend. I really, I really need to kind of like, um, feel, you know, kind of like be, modify my behavior. But I'm saying about this, next time you go to the grocery store, Think about the dirty hands all over the fruit, especially people going in and picking the grapes. Like I said, this is show 1002, the universal truth. This just kind of been a little short, a little short rant, a little something I wanted to talk about just happened the other day. So if you want to know more, go to show's website, show1002.com. You all can reach me via email, chris at show1002.com. Or you can always call or text me, 281-241-SHOW. This is show 1002, the universal truth. Thanks for listening. Hey, what's up? This is Q here in the studio. Uh, this is Bootleg Like Jazz. I got your boy, uh, William Wright, but you know him better as Rabbi Sensei here in the studio. What's up, man? Hey, man. Pleasure to be here. Blessings, man. I'm Cheers. grateful. Cheers, man. <laughs> Cheers. Um, so what's up, man? How's your day been? What's up? You know, got some good rest. You know, I'm glad to be here. It's not even noon yet, but, <laughs> you know... <laughs> It's good to be here, man, and uh, thinking about the music, you know, I just did a performance with my boy Richie Mike on the 4th. Uh, it's my first performance on stage, electric guitar. We got Richie Mike in the studio, oh, really? but we're going to talk to him a little later, so, you know, don't worry. Uh, yeah, okay, you play. Yeah, man, I've been teaching myself for a couple of years now, uh, probably around five or six years, uh, hardcore practicing. Um, just uh, acoustic and electric, you know, but right now I got the acoustic with me. Mm. 
What's some of your inspirations? Uh, definitely uh, Jimi Hendrix, man. Yeah. Uh, psychedelic rock, you know, yeah. from the beginning. You know, I grew up listening to him uh, at a young age. Who turned you, who turned you on to Jimmy? Uh, I'm not even gonna lie, man. Like, my mom, like, <laughs> like uh, started in, like, family. You know, just, uh, she introduced me to him, uh, gave me, like, some books about him at a young age. And when I went to college, I read some more about him. So, yeah, man, it was pretty... Inspirational, like to have her at a young age uh, introduce me to him, and I started watching documentaries too at a young age about him. So uh, I really liked uh, what he stood for, you know, more or less. And I liked the fact that he created his own music in his own genre. Mm. You know, it was definitely like something that just like I was like, man, if he can do it, you know, like without even really knowing a lot about music, you know, you can go real far with this. You know, it just depends on, like, how hard you work at your craft. And I'm, like, just really now really getting in, in tune with, you know, taking the craft so seriously, you know, and really trying to make people happy with my music. And that's what he was all about. Like, he was like, you know, I just want people to go crazy, go wild when they hear my music, do whatever they want to do, you know, at those big festivals like Woodstock, um, so yeah, and how did I, she get into Hendrix? How did your mom get into Hendrix? Uh, that's a good question. I just know she's a lover of music, and you know she, you know she did a lot. Where's your mom from? Uh, she's from Oklahoma City, actually. <laughs> so, it's strange to me. It's just like mm -hmm. Oklahoma City, Jimi Hendrix head. That's you know, it's just it's sound, you know, it's just different. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, I'm a big Hendrix head myself. Uh, I'm not a good guitar player, but you know, I definitely saw that this guy had a lot of talent and so forth. Um, when did you start learning how to play guitar? All right, so it was it had to like my mom. She bought me uh, a guitar for Christmas, and this was like you know I went to Morehouse College actually. So shout out to everybody that went to Morehouse. HBCU Morehouse Bros. What is the HBCU? The AUC. Atlanta University Center, you know, everybody, you know, Clark Atlanta, Spelman. <laughs> so HBCU is a historically black college or university, of course. So we know... D.C., right? Or no? Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta, oh, okay. Georgia. So I got put on to a lot of good music out I was there. Over that, I was in that general area. That's like a two-hour flight, right? Uh, It doesn't matter. Keep going. Yeah, <laughs> good question. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I... Uh, Definitely wanted to just play a song, you know, like cause right now. Yeah, if Please. I can. Yeah, it's uh, if you've ever heard the Wild Thing by Jimi Hendrix. Go. I hope this thing is in tune. That's Richie Mike over there. Say what's up, homie. You can sing with me if you know the words. All right. Wild Thing. I want 
gonna know for sure. Ooh, now suck it to me one more time. Shucks, you move, man. Look out. <laughs> This is Bootleg Like Jazz, baby. We got Rabbi Sensei. Wood Ray on the guitar. One more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, dang. You made my heart sing. You make everything. I'm sorry, y'all, but it got to keep it moving, man. You know, life is not in tune all the time. You know, do we scream in tune? Do we cry in tune? No. So I know I'm not the best musician, but I, I love uh, I love what you did right there, man. I was feeding off that. That's that positive vibe. You just positive said something energy. at Woodstock talking about perfection mm. that resonated me. resonated with me. I think it was when he was tuning up to play Red House. Mm. He was like... Sorry, we were, he, he said, sorry we were tuning, but hey, well, even cowboys perform in uniform. And I think that that's really powerful when you think about it, that no matter what, man, everybody needs some sort of, like, standard to present. So I think people recognize when you put your heart on the line to, like, share your talent, your art, I think, I think yeah, there's definitely some people with some fucking assholes, you know what I mean? <laughs> Let's be real. But for the most part, people going to, People gonna respect that and, and see that like I'm not gonna put myself out there, but you did, and then you 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 give a damn. They gonna respect that, you know what I'm saying? And and somebody somebody told me, you know, when you play live and you make a mistake, keep going because nobody knows, nobody knows, and it's so true, you know. So mm -hmm. that's what I gotta say, man. Appreciate you, appreciate uh, you. But you play electric too. Yeah. What kind man. of rig? What kind of rig do you have? Uh well I don't have an I have all I have is an amp in my electric I have the Fender Starcaster <laughs> mm. which I really didn't know anything about you know got yeah. it from a pawn shop you know Gary Clark Jr. <laughs> who Gary Clark Jr. No no oh man you need to check out Gary Clark Jr. bro okay Austin based Black American blues guitars uh you guys look alike <laughs> go listen to him man go check him out man he got started as a kid playing. Um, around town, you know, and stuff like that till 2 a.m. and his parents having to stay there. And he did it with a friend. But I, And I think you like your story. I think you vibe with him. You know, you should check him out for sure, you know. Um, you got something else you want to uh, perform? Uh, I, I want to let y'all know just shortly about, like, my coming of chopping screwing you know i know that's it's a yeah. whole new vibe for me now where that, can people find i, I listen I, you know I, i've been checking you out where can they find it out where can they find you at with that you know i have a soundcloud it's uh william wright you should be able to look up william wright and find me there's a picture of the all-seeing eye you know uh yeah. pyramid not nothing it's not it's not what you think it is but you know it's uh it's my profile picture at one point and it's uh that's where you that's what you'll see and let's see, let's play something right now from it. I did yeah, something which for want, which one you want to play? You know we could play the white and nasty because uh, that was a collab that I actually did with the uh, 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 artist that I met at Houston Underground. What's what's Houston Underground? It's a venue that's uh kind of 
on the outskirts of downtown where you can see the skyline and it's uh yeah we talking about houston texas everybody just just in case you didn't know <laughs> it's a venue where a different upcoming artists uh perform and a popular artist that you know man yz who performed <laughs> it was like uh Chopper's performed there little debbie's performed there um Bob Brizzy for sure appreciate the opportunity to even perform, you know, when I was there uh, on the 4th, you know, as much love has been shown to me, you know, and I'm, I'm an amateur artist, you know, and I'm just grateful for the opportunity. Uh, Houston Underground for sure, you know, uh, Slime Pilgrim, shout out to the uh, up and coming DJ Slime Pilgrim. You know, he be keeping it crunk there. You know, he be doing the mosh pit. You know what I'm saying? That's like, if you look up on there, that's my little <laughs> cover page. Oh, yeah. The, uh, oh, yeah. It's yeah, the mosh it. pit. That's uh, Playboy. Playboy. No, no, no. Go up. Like, oh, you, up. You, yeah. Right there. That's oh, like the mosh pit. Yeah, 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 <laughs> we was yeah, really yeah. in there, you know, getting that's it in, you know. but uh, That's on SoundCloud, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I know we're looking at y'all, but y'all like, what are we doing? Yeah, no, the camera going, that's the green light, you know what I mean? Yeah. But we're looking at all this other good shit. Yeah, but shout out to Wadi and Nasty too. You know, he gave me an opportunity to chop and screw his music. It's, it's, I got lots of music, y'all. Like, you know, I got something for all of y'all. I'm a fan of Jaquise, so I got the Jaquise for the ladies. You know, I got some Gunna. You play know. this one? Live Your Life? Yeah, you can play that one. That's his uh, single. It's out on YouTube, you know. There should be no copyright infringement, you know, I, it's it's my own remix, you know, the pitches changed, you know, I know there's a big deal with that when it comes to chop and screw music, I've been trying to do it, you know, the correct business way when I put out tell my people, music. For, nah, for people who don't know, tell them, because people always ask me, yo man, if I'm going to listen to your podcast, am I going to learn something? So. For the people who don't know, tell them about it. You know, I've come into contact with some issues, you know, because I've done even videos. You can check out my YouTube, just a, a search Rabbi Sensei. You know, I have chop and screw videos on there. You know, I got something for the kids. I got chop and screw videos for the kids. You know, I did uh, Birdman and Jaquises. Uh, MIA, you know, which I love, you know, and, uh, you know, at one point they took it down, you know, it was like uh, part of this song is, is being used in your song, so, you know, you don't have the copyrights to that, so it's like basically copyright infringement, so they took it down, but you can file a dispute if you feel like you created your own remix to this song, which was one thing that uh, option that among others but i was looking for that because i was like dang man it, it hurt me because i put mm -hmm. you know like i really did that mix and i thought i did a good job so i said yeah I, and i already know i had just found out from doing research that if you change the pitch of the song then it becomes your own you they don't own the rights to that that makes that's a good point because they're gonna the band the pitch is, gonna is like perform in a certain key and yeah but based off of the singer's voice how they want to do it yep that's a good point yeah and you know you add in the chops which is so, organic yeah and know, it adds a remix yeah i mean who who does does anybody like sit out and write out I'm, this one i'm gonna chop every time or is that just kind of like you just flow and feel it you gotta flow and feel that's it for I'm, sure so that, that that alone right there is a art form okay yeah, it's yeah. complicated. It's complicated. <laughs> I it's mean, complicated. the person that put me on, because I was uh, trying, like, my partner YZ, you know, he was chopping, scoring music. Shout out YZ Beats. You, for sure, what man. Y'all gotta check out YZ. You need to start inviting me to these damn parties, homie. <laughs> Shit. 
Yeah, man. We've been working together for so long, man. You got to come out <laughs> next time, man. Hop in the mosh pit with us, bro. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure Jimi Hendrix will want us to do that. All right. <laughs> But no, nah, man, this uh, he got me put, he put me on to the chopping screw, man. He got, he did a song, he did the uh, little third, uh, rain on me, yeah. Shout out to that song, mm. got a lot of views on SoundCloud on his SoundCloud. But I know he's not even talking today. But you know he behind the scenes, don't want to say nothing. But you know I, I'm still like I'm trying to get on his level. You know I I did some a lot of songs now, so it's. It's all there for y'all to look at. You know, I did uh, Richie Mike's Wait Till I'm Rich, but uh, I didn't know, like, at first that I wasn't screwing the song. The screwer, you have to change the pitch or else it's just really slow, you know, and the pitch stays the same. So it's, it's a lot to it, you know, and a lot of people have been giving me feedback on my Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Rabbi Sensei. You can check out my clips that I have on my music. But yeah, uh, I fought that dispute for the M.I.A. song with Birdman and Jaquees off of Lost at C2. And I told them that I didn't, I had no intentions of doing copyright infringement, uh, of any form of copyright infringement, and that it was my own remix and that I had changed the pitch of the song that so that they didn't own the rights to that. And they released it and it's back on YouTube. You can look at it. So, and it's on Instagram too now again, because they took it down on Instagram too. But shout out, I, you know, I fucks with them, you know, I fuck with the music. Oh, sorry, can we cuss? Yeah, yeah, you oh, good. I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, I don't know if we got young kids watching. Shout out to all the well, youth. Well, shit, I mean, thing. that's the, you know, I mean, damn. I mean, they got to grow up at some point. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. I mean, it's, it's a good question, though. You know, I don't have kids. Y'all got kids? Anybody got kids? How old is he or she? We'll talk about this later with Richie Mike. We have his time later. But, you know... Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't have kids, but like, at some point they gotta like get dirty. They gotta, they gotta get a scar. They gotta t toughen up, you know. I mean, I'm a teacher full time, so you know. You That's know, cool, bro. Because they gotta deal with those moments, you know, because yeah. workplace environments, bosses, all kinds of other shit in life gonna come up, man. You're gonna have some. I mean, some things you can't be polite and deal with. Some things you gotta get aggressive with, you know. Yeah, man. I, I work with kids too, kids, so. By the way. Hey, uh, if you got kids, we gonna pray for you. <laughs> but I just wanna let everybody know we doing this whole music thing from MBK seven one three, my brother's keeper seven one three. Oh, it's an up and coming movement, you know, and a movement of rappers, artists, collaboration, uh, engineers, producers. So. Yeah, and it's, uh, I'm sure Richie Mike can tell you more about it, you know, but it's its a blessing to be here, you know, and it's an honor because I, I thank you for the opportunity. That's I, all I can know, say. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You thank you. <laughs> you still can say no, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, but that's what I was talking with Bonke about uh, before you got on the mic. Uh, shout out Bonke, the author, is that for me, um, I don't see no problem with um, we on this podcast and you here, but we talk about other people who've helped you out. That's why this should exist. Um, um, and I definitely want to network and support and build. You know what I mean? And that's just yeah. 
what, what it is. And, that, and then the other thing I talked to her about is like Houston, Texas is like the city in the United States of America for like black owned businesses. We give a damn about people owning businesses and being black in Houston. And like we support them and we have restaurant weeks and you know, it's not perfect, but it exists. And and that's the spirit I want to bring to Boulay Like Jazz is like, not only that black owned is great, but support black owned. Um, support everything else, but let's be real, you know. We know uh, the struggles <laughs> and bullshit that uh, the black community is going through. Um, I mean, I have many people I've talked to on other episodes on Bullet Like Jazz. You'll check out talking about that hell. We just celebrated July 4th. So today is July 6th, 2019. We just celebrated July 4th, but um, Juneteenth also has a significant importance. And if you go listen to the gumbo session, so I have the gumbo jam. That's a different episode. Go look at the gumbo session. And I talk about Juneteenth and its impact. And like, that's what Bootleg Like Jazz is about is being black owned, supporting um, black owned, but also supporting other communities that are also marginalized because, you know, um, Augustine, St. Augustine and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. are right. Uh, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. You know what I mean? Um, damn, you know, Mr. Kayla, bye bye. Cheers. Who has a cup? Cheers, huh? Yeah. Come on, YZ, get off the camera. Let's cheers, baby. <laughs> Come on, man. You know, no water? Oh, yeah. You got something? Yeah. Cheers. 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 Right. cheers.